Welcome back to Yang Daily. I'll be your host, Alex Cheney, bringing you all the Yang news you need to live your life right. Okay, so there is a lot of big bad news out of Texas lately. Shocking, I know. And I meant to include it this episode, but other items took up more time than expected. For now, know that the Supreme Court refused to strike down an abortion law that blatantly violates Roe v. Wade, and that the Texas voter suppression bill passed, and we will talk more about each of those next time. For now, we have other disasters to address. Fun times! Quick shout out to our Tier 3 patrons, Shay Meehan and Nathan Stankowski, as well as all our other patrons. You keep us all informed and engaged. If any of you out there want to join these advocates of humanity first and independent journalism, head on over to patreon.com slash yangdaily. It would only take a couple of bucks a month from each listener to keep this podcast and community going and growing into the future. Now on to the news. Hurricane Ida continues to harass the U.S. after decimating Louisiana with Category 4 strength, leaving behind power outages and logistical nightmares, it traveled up the East Coast, causing massive floods. Dozens have been killed all along the coast. Louisiana is suffering a fresh run on gasoline. New York and everything in between has been hit with record floods. You can see some examples in the thread linked below. Water pouring into houses, subways, roads, waist high in many cases. It's pretty incredible. If you want to help the victims, food banks are a good choice, and you can find links to many of them in the thread. Scientists define the rare process of rapid intensification as an increase in wind speed of 35 miles per hour in a day or less. Before making landfall Sunday, Ida's maximum sustained winds doubled that, increasing by 65 miles per hour in a single day. Climate change definitely made this worse than it otherwise would have been, but the how of that is rarely discussed. So let's quickly go over it now. Rapid intensification and a storm's general strength requires warm ocean water extending hundreds of feet below the surface. Global warming, of course, is warming our oceans, creating those conditions. It's also increasing the rainfall of the storm. For every degree of atmospheric warming, there's 7% more water vapor that will fall as rain and southeast Louisiana had one of its wettest seasons on record before Ida hit, raining 91% of the days between June 18th and July 19th at the New Orleans airport. That means the ground had already absorbed a lot of water, which means the climate change-induced excess non-storm rain left the excess rain from climate change of the hurricane nowhere to go, intensifying the flooding. The storm surge, or flooding from winds pushing ocean water onto the land, is also exacerbated by sea level rise, which comes from polar ice melting. Louisiana's natural wetland buffer is also being eaten away by sea level rise and by frequent severe hurricanes. Finally, hurricanes also last longer and invade deeper over land due to the warmer sea surface temperatures by increasing the amount of moisture that the hurricane can carry. So, cliff notes are higher sea level, warmer sea temperature, warmer air temperature, and increased non-storm rainfall cause more flooding and winds for longer duration. The monetary and human costs of ignoring climate change are going to be far, far greater than the cost of solving it. Victims of Ida are also suffering secondary trauma from FEMA and insurance companies taking turns competing over which can most fail its stated purpose. Both are denying claims, as conditional aid so often does. Scott shared his own experience of it, which you can also find in the linked thread. 
Moving on to political disasters, the GOP's recent voter suppression law in Georgia contains a provision with the potential to be a big deal. It allows the state to disband local election boards and replace them with a state-appointed superintendent if an election review panel finds evidence of unresolved errors or breaches of election law in recent elections. Neutrally executed, this is not a problem. The concern is that a disturbingly large and growing portion of the GOP consider any election won by Democrats to be invalid and fraudulent. The vast majority of Republican election officials did faithfully and fairly execute their duties last year, but many were forced into conflict with Trump and his cult in so doing and may soon be replaced by less scrupulous individuals who will likely take advantage of any room for creative interpretation of wrongdoing on the part of election boards in counties that go to Democrats. With, among other things, Trump and MAGA openly calling for states to discard all votes and let partisan legislators pick the new president last year, this would not be out of character for a disciple. Respect for actual democracy has been taking a major dive among extremists who are being taught that democracy is when you always win, no matter how many facts must be denied or creative measures taken. And the extremists seem to be steering the ship in the GOP right now. That desperately needs to change, and I get the feeling we are at our final chance to pass democracy reforms that would achieve that. The filibuster has got to go before Democrats lose power and we resume our gridlocked decline into an authoritarian overthrow. And finally, economic disasters. It's a barrel of laughs today, I know. If you didn't have enough reason to support a permanent child allowance, the U.S. Census found that a shocking 44% of children experienced poverty for at least two months in a row between 2013 and 2016, along with one-third of adults aged 18 to 64. Half of our kids and a third of working-age adults fell into poverty just in those three years. That is crazy. It's downright disgraceful, embarrassing, and inhumane for the so-called richest country in the world. Those over 65 had the lowest rates of poverty by far. Why? Because they have a guaranteed income, or close to it. It's past time we all had security. Let's lock it in for the kids by making the child allowance permanent, then bring it to the middle. And that'll do it for today's Yang Daily. Bookmark and share the climate change storm effect thread and the poverty statistic. Flood Congress with calls, tweets, faxes, and letters using the resist bot or income movement easy contacts below. If you need help, consult Humanity Forward, the Income Movement Aid Database, the Mission Asset Fund, or United Way. And don't forget to Yang Daily.